Welcome to Cover 4. If you're a Section 4 football fan, this is your podcast. I'm Coach Smith, and I'll be your host. The Cover 4 podcast is brought to you by TDS Performance Improvement. Leading people is the most important responsibility in the world, yet 60% of first-time leaders fail, and only 5% of organizations have a leader development strategy. I developed the premier first-time leader development program to prevent these failures. Beginning in January 2023, I will deliver this monthly leader development program at the Tioga Downs Casino, Nichols, New York. Visit tdspi.com, that's tdspi.com, and click to find out if you're prepared to lead people. Our guest is Matt Gallagher head coach of the Maine and Well Spartans. Coach Gallagher shares multiple life lessons the game of football prepares young student-athletes for, specifically leadership. He shares unique insight into how he introduces the youth to the Maine and Well football community. He also tells it like it is for those aspiring to join the coaching profession. Here we go. Omaha! Our guest is Matt Gallagher, head coach of the Maine and Well Spartans who last weekend finished their season by winning their second New York State Championship in a row and their seventh overall. Welcome back, Coach, and congratulations to you, the team, and the whole Spartan community. Great job. Thanks, Coach. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, we're you know we're fortunate at Maine Well uh, to have such great support throughout the whole community. So, um, and they came, they 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 came uh, in the bus loads up up to the dome. So, uh, of course, we always appreciate that. How many buses? Yeah, appreciate, you, pre- appreciate you having me on too. Oh, that's uh, that's what I do. How many buses went up? Not not including uh, the players. Actually, I, that was just kind of a phrase. It, there, no buses actually did go up, uh, and but that everyone just kind of went up and in groups and things like that. We didn't we didn't have any spectator buses. They just said, uh, you know, we'll just go up our own, and and they did. <laughs> it makes you feel really good when you turn around, especially in a, like the ultimate away game like that. And you look back up there and you see that whole contingent up there and then you, you know, they're focused on you. And that just, that, that really helps with the energy and the team and everything. It sure does. Um, and, and the great thing is it's been like that all year long for us. Um, and you know, the, they, they came out, uh, you know, our way, uh, and they, and they still were there and, uh, you know, which was great for us. So it definitely, it definitely helps. Definitely. Oh yeah. With, without a doubt. Uh, we'll talk just a little bit about uh, your state wins real quick. And then I want to take you down through some things that are going to be, I think really interesting to our listeners, but with this seventh uh, state championship coach that puts you tied you, I should say you and the, the, the main end well program tied for second place for most overall. Now that's a that in itself is a pretty nice record, but I think even more so is your record at Maine Anwell. When you get to the championship game, you win it. You went seven times, and you won it seven times. That to me is really pretty uh, powerful because you know when you get to that game, uh, as we'll talk about your game uh, a little bit later, it was a one point game. Those teams are going to be good. And you guys, and so, I mean, you know, it's nice to see that like, hey, Maine Enwell made it to the state championship game. Well, if I'm a betting guy, which I'm not, I, I'm probably rolling the dice for you guys because <laughs> that's nice. That's a, that's a real nice record in itself to, to be seven and zero for state championships. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I think it, it kind of, you know, lets us know that 
you know, the, the game's not too big for us, you know, and I think that allows us to to kind of reiterate that to, you know, if we get fortunate enough to go again, um, we, we we can just say, hey, you know, just go up there and play the game, a game like it's like the, it's our next game. I know that's a cliche. I know everyone says it, but you really have to try to do that because it can be a little bit overwhelming. It can be a little intimidating. But if you kind of have that mindset, um, you know, it might just help a little bit. And sometimes that's all you might need. Exactly. Exactly. Because uh, yours was a one point game and one point means a lot. <laughs> um, Coach, I want to begin with uh, what I feel is the most important aspect of a team, and that's the people associated with it, the coaching staff, the players, the community, the overall relationships that that you form, maybe with some of these student athletes, three or four years, and then you also might see them in school. But take us through this year, kind of give us an overall team personality you know, give us an overall what you feel like the team personality was and maybe a couple of things that were funny that happened during the course of the year well i think this this group was was special in a way that um they just love to play the game of football i mean we've had some teams that were really good and and they played football but you know sometimes you just have the, that group that just loves to play the game and then um and then also the fact that they were they were so close they really were and and um, and we've had teams that were as close as this group, maybe, and then maybe some teams that weren't. Um, that doesn't mean that they didn't, you know, come together when they needed to. But um, these guys were, you know, they're all over the place together. You know, um, you know, they go out to eat all the time, and it's not just like three or four of them. We're talking like twenty of them. You know, what I mean, it's like uh -huh. um, so they, you know, so if they if they know that they can count on each other pretty much anywhere, well, then that's definitely going to carry over to the field. And and I think that was we, that. You know, I think that you felt that you felt that yeah. with this group. Um, and, you know, there was never any passing of any blame. Um, there was never um, who who cared, who got who scored or made the tackle or, or did this or did that. Um, as long as it as long as it contributed to the team, these guys were pumped up about it and excited about it and actually super excited for their teammates when, when something went well for them. So it's good know, to that, see that. With, yeah. And with, with that. You know, how can you go wrong? Right. Uh, Great life yeah. lessons. Great. I ran into a couple of them and, I, and uh, they were at a health food store. And I won't I don't want to drop their names, but uh, we were all ordering ice cream together oh, nice. <laughs> over the summer. <laughs> so they were they were working on the training table stuff. And yeah, that's good. But you need a break once in a while. But uh, they right. know who they are when if they when they listen to this, they'll know who they are. So you didn't have anything funny that happened throughout the year or maybe something that uh, maybe a, a quirk that one of the student athletes had or superstition that some of the guys like razzed him about? Um, well, to be honest with you, this group was probably, you know, the most comical group of all. And, and as a whole, you know, in each day, you know, it could be, it could be somebody different. It literally mm -hmm. could be somebody different that would, that would, you know, um, get things going and get people cracking up and get, you know, people laughing and, um, you know, we tried to have as much fun as possible, but to be honest with you, these guys made it fun, you know, um, whether it was just kind of, you know, har harassing each other a little bit here and there and, and good fun. And, you know, and, and, and they were able to do it with us as well at the coaching staff, you know, um, you know, they, of course, kids like that, they, you know, they, they know their boundaries, but at the same time, they know how they can joke and, you know, and how far they can go and respectfully, you know, so, um, and that, that's the beauty of it. Um, but, uh, you know, there was some, you know, nothing, nothing like really major. And I think that in itself, I think that kind of sums up the entire team. You know, they were mm -hmm. all that way. 
You know, they yeah. were all funny. They were all, they brought all every, every day. They, somebody else brought something to the table, whether, you know, whether it might be something that they're wearing that day or, you know, or just, you know, <laughs> something goofy like that, or, um, you know, just, and they were not afraid to share it with, with the whole group as well as the coaches too. So um, those are the things that, you know, those are the things that I know I'm going to remember the most uh, just those relationships that you build and those, 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 uh, those memories that you build, you know, day in and day out. Exactly. It's all about memories because this doesn't last forever. And it's 10, 15, 20 years down the road, coach, you'll get that tap on the shoulder. You're going to turn around and, Hey coach, how you doing? remember when, and then you, then it just goes from there. Right. right. You know, when yeah. it went, yeah, I, I remember that. I mean, some of the funny, one of the funniest ones I ever had was I was coaching youth football and the two backs it was a two back set. They were going to do a cross buck and at the snap, and this was in practice. And at the snap, they both come up out of their stance turned and ran right into each other and just, <laughs> and just collapsed. And I, and I was, and I made sure they're all right, but I, and the rest of the, we were so laughing so hard. We were laying on the ground laughing. And that's the kind of stuff that I'll never forget. I can yeah. tell you who it was. I mean, I can just still picture it. Right. Take us a little bit on fast forward through this uh, journey, this season where, you know, you guys ran the table. You really weren't challenged other than maybe the first game against, you know, Union Endicott. You had a, a game against Marlboro that you, you only got out of that by one point, and that was a forfeit. Yeah, <laughs> that was a barn burner. Yeah, right. And then actually, and actually the, the last one, uh, that was a one-point game. Just kind of give us a microcosm of the season as you progress through it, maybe some key turning points, those kind of things. Well, it started out very similar to, to last year um, because the COVID year, the six-game COVID year, the last game that we played was against Forks. And they they beat us. So the beginning of, of last year, the very first game of last year was against Forks. Um, so the same thing this year. Last year, the only team that beat us was UE, and the, our first game this year was UE. So each both of those years, they had the entire off season to to say, hey, we got to get going. Our first game of the year is is the team that beat us, and uh, so we got to work every day to get better ourselves. And then, you know, then we'll be prepared to to take on the team that that beat us the year before. And, you know, fortunately, we were able to come out on top on both of those occasions. And that's a tribute to the kids that just worked hard in the offseason and um, and got prepared to do that. Um, and, th and I think that really kind of got things rolling for us this year, you know, taking on a team like UE, not knowing that they would be in the state finals, <laughs> uh, but knowing that they were going to be very good. And, and after we played them, we knew they were good. Yeah. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, so a great season for, for Tommy and and the whole UE um, community. And, and I know that we were rooting for them and and just proud to be part of this community with them and and knowing that there's a lot of great football around here. You know, yeah, there is. Same, with, same with Tioga, you know, congratulations to them and, and, and Nick and and that whole gang. And I know that they're, you know, they're uh, you know, they I know that what they do in the offseason to prepare themselves. So those things. You know, they, they don't, you know, there's no real rocket scientist. You know, there isn't. You work hard and you, you you do the right things and you make sure you take care of the, the, the details and, and kind of pretty much everything else takes care of itself. Did um, you happen to listen to the episode with with Nick? I did, actually. I did. He, uh, he started a new coaching uh, approach where he coached from the couch and he was actually coaching from a golf cart. He had an unfortunate yeah. problem, but that was kind of comical when he was telling us about that. Yeah, that is that was that's uh, and that's tough. That must be tough, you know, especially when you, 
you know, you, you want to be there so bad, but you can't be. And, um, and then I, and I think you made mention to the fact that um, as a coach you want, and we, and we, and we talk about this all the time, you know, you, if you don't have to be there on game day, then you did your job. And, and I believe that, I believe that sincerely. And, you know, um, I, I, you know, for the most part, of course, the little things, there's things here and there that, that a coach has to be there for, but for the most part, our guys could go out there and, and, you know, do what they needed to do. Of course, not every single thing, you know, sure. but, um, you know, and I would feel comfortable that they could, and, and they would call the plays that, and why, you know, they, they know the reasons why we call these plays and call those plays and change to this and change to that. Um, and that's the beauty of it. So, um, you know, the whole, um, understanding of our whole entire offense and why we do the things that we do. And I think, you know, it's not just the backs, it's not just the linemen, it's the whole group that, that kind of understands that. So, um, when, once again, when things like that happen, good things come. Yeah. And you, you little things like I notice you, you see the, the right pursuit angles on defense. You, you see the receivers blocking downfield on you know, running plays and, you know, things like that, that, uh, it's, it's not uh, something that's, um, you know, they just know automatically. Because what I found was hard is teaching young student athletes that are on, say, the the right corner and the play is going off the opposite way. And they need to get in a pursuit angle to get back there. And once they understood that, because by the time if you're sitting there and thinking, well, I better I better get going, it's too late. Because you may be the guy and you got to run a long ways on that pursuit yeah. angle. So those are little, little things. But I see that and I, I, I see it with the the – your program, I see it with Nick's, uh, the uh, student athletes, they're not uh, combative. They're, uh, they'll help people up, you know, pat them on the back. And I mean, these are in the middle of uh, the heat of the game. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like in warmups, like somebody tripped and you help them up. This is, <laughs> this is in the middle of the game. And I noticed this back when Roger and I were broadcasting games and, and it's good to see that because it's just one another, one of those life lessons that uh, people need to understand because people are going to be downtrodden or there's going to be hurt or something and they need help, give them the help, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, it's funny. I, I used to coach with Trent Patterson and he played at Alabama and uh, Bear Bryant used to say to his players, he says, like when you have a, throw a good block and you, you knock the guy down, go over and help him up and say, you know, don't go away. I'll be right back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So it was a, a kind of a jab, but it was a positive thing, but still you were helping him up, you know, yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, that's like, you know, when you score a touchdown, act like you've been there before type of thing, right? Exactly. And and hand the ball to the official because, you know, and act like you're going to be there again. (laughs) That was Barry Sanders. That's one of the things I liked about him is he would always flip the ball right to the official. And when you watched him, you couldn't tell if they were up, they were down, if he just scored a touchdown or what it was. He was very, uh, very neutral and in a very emotional game. You know, football is a very emotional game. Yes, it is. Uh, Coach, take us through the uh, the final game, and I know towards the end you had a couple of key defensive stops there that really helped. But everything that kind of culminated from the first opening kickoff till that final you know whistle going off, take us through that that game and what really stuck out in your mind. Well, to be honest with you, you know, a lot of times people are like. You know, and we're fortunate enough, some you know, to kind of get ahead of some people early on, and you know, and kind of put it out of reach. And there, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, doesn't it get boring when it's like that? I'm like, no, it's not at all. It's not boring at all. I like it that way. You know, and they're like, oh, you know, but then, uh, you know, like the kid, like some people at school and things like that. So then 
I walk in there on Monday, like that was way too close. We like those, we like those <laughs> wide margins. I'm like, yeah, I told you. I said, yeah, but, um, <clears throat> but, um, no, what I really, what I really think is that, um, anybody can come together. Any, any team can stick together. Any team can play as a team when you're up by 20 or 30 or 40, but it's when, <clears throat> you know, you have a team that has been doing that all year long. That's in a dog fight that doesn't pass the blame that is reaching deep. That's, that's the mark of a true champion in my mind. It really is. And, and I told our team that, um, and I think, you know, everybody, you know, if you dominate everybody, you know, that's a great feeling and, you know, you must be really good, but sometimes when you get tested, it gives you a little bit more of how, you know, whether your talents there, it gives you a little bit more that your character's there and, and not only your character, but the team's character. And I think our guys showed up from, you know, the opening uh, whistle to the, the last snap and, you know, and we, and I know as a coaching staff, we couldn't be any more proud of them for that. Yeah. And it's the game was a, a true test that every play matters. Obviously every yes. point matters, but you could have had one or two plays that may, may not have gone and may not have made that particular stop or tackled this guy for a loss. And maybe that was a first down and they perpetuated down the field. It, it, it really, it's every play. And they, they ask you, why coach, why are you so intense in every play? Because every play matters. Yes, it does. And you look at it this sure game does. here, one and one point. You know, that's that's you don't get any closer than that. You know, <laughs> no, you know, you know, you know, and it's and it felt like that. It really did. <laughs> it felt like not neither one of us could pull away. You know, and because the other team always responded, which which is a tribute to them as well, our guys and their guys, and and um, you know they're a very well coached team. They're they're a disciplined team, and uh, you know they they came to play. Um, there was two plays, Coach, where I think it was, I think it was Pleasantville just before the half, or maybe it was you, you guys, just before the half, threw that long touchdown pass, and I forget who it was, but the same kind of thing happened with the other team later on. I think it was in the, maybe the third or fourth quarter, but it was just one of those things that, like, you know, any play can go. The plays are designed to go the distance. Now, do they always know? Right. <laughs> they don't, but those were two plays that really stuck out in my mind. I think one of yours might even have been a fourth down play. Yes, it was uh, fourth and long of some sort. And uh, that to me shows a, a huge gut check at that level. Um, I mean, at this, not at the level of the, uh, the, the team, but of the level of the importance of this game. Uh, and I think that was, that was really a, a, a testament to the true gut check for those guys. Yeah. And you know, I, Every single time that we needed to respond, I, I thought we really did, and uh, and it wasn't one person. It was, you know, for, I think four different people scored touchdowns, um, which is, you know, you, you know, you can't you can't beat that. That's for sure. So, and once again, you know, a lot of guys on defense stepped up, and our special teams is ultimately, I guess, if you want to say, I mean, by the points anyway, you know, they have, well, they all mattered. So that that was a huge part on, on our on our on our side too. So, um, you know, it's one of those games that it, it was great afterwards, <laughs> but in the middle of it, it was, it was gut wrenching. Yeah. You're, you're glad that it's over, but when it is over and, um, you know, the, the sweat goes away and you can feel your nerves kind of calm down. You think that was a great game. Yeah. I'm glad we won it, but that was a great yeah. game. 
You know, from, right. strictly from a true fan's perspective, that's what you want. I always loved overtime. I was I I loved OT. I said OT is the way it's supposed to be. You know, right. but when I was coaching, uh-uh. <laughs> it's a different story. You want it, it to be serious. over with. But it was it was a really good game. One of the things I want to wrap up with, Coach, is you probably – I know you're visible at the uh, youth level uh, with football in Maine Animal. I've, I've been out to um, – what's that called out there, all the way out there where they play? Maine Memorial? Maine Memorial. Yeah, I've been out there yeah. um, watching a friend of mine and uh, whatnot, and I've seen you out there. You're very visible at all youth levels and all the way, obviously, up to the varsity. And that goes a long ways. But when you get some young student athlete that is not involved – in football and says, Hey, coach G coach Gallagher, I'm thinking about playing football. Now you can probably rely on some of your USA football stuff that you've learned in your activity there. Cause I know they're making the game a lot safer. What would you say to that young student athlete about the game of football? Um, to be honest, I probably wouldn't even talk about the game of football right away. I would talk about the things he could get out of just being on, on, on our, being part of our team and being part of main M well in itself. And, um, and I think that part, you know, understanding, you know, you know, I'm, a, I'm an educator first, I'm a teacher first, I think. And I, I you know, you, you see these, you see the kids in your class every day and, and you got to work with kids that uh, come from all different areas and all different places and, and don't have the same interests. Right. So of course everybody on the football team does, <laughs> Um, but when you're dealing with someone like that, that's not sure, well, then then you you bring it into more of a, you know, you're going to get to hang out with 45 other guys. You know, you're going to get to hang out and be a part of a, of, a, of a group that, you know, does everything right as far as in the community. They they do well in the classroom. They you know, we we make sure we make sure of all that. So and on top of that, it's fun. You know, we tell them that. And, um, you know, once we get them hooked like that. The football part's easy in my mind. Uh, it, it really is. Um, and, uh, you know, because they can be, a, they can be as big a part of it as they want. If you think about it, right. Some of them just like to be on the team. Some of them, every single person on our team has a role, whether it's a, you know, a guy who scores all touchdowns, whether it's a guy that is the, is the guy that kind of brings life to it. Uh, there's just so many different roles that, um, and everybody has one and you got to make sure that they know that their role is important. And, uh, you know, we try to do that day in and day out. Uh, we have the best coaching staff in New York state, if not beyond. And, um, I brag about them all the time. And I just, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're so fortunate to have the group of men that we have coaching. Um, I shouldn't even say coaching, just leading period. And, and, uh, you know, I think they're, you know, we, and we're, and I think the team sees it. We're best friends. The coaching staff is best friends. And I think they know that. And, you know, um, when, when they know that, uh, we're there for them and we're all there for the same mission, uh, you know, once again, a lot of good things come out of that. Yeah. And you guys, uh, you represent a unified front, not only what you say, but through your actions and your actions outweigh whatever you say you could say one thing if you go do something else that's what you're remembered for or looked at so if your actions match your i'm sorry your words match your your uh, actions that's set to be character but yeah you definitely had a, a, a visual unified front and you could see that from the stands from from where and that that's big because anybody that you lead will emulate their leader because what he or she does 
oh, okay, that's okay. I must, I may be able, I must be able to do that. Right. So there's a lot that goes into that. And the second part of this qu same question, you've got a uh, somebody that wants to get in the coaching profession. Maybe they're a little bit older and they've got empty nests now and they've got time and they've always wanted to, um, you know, begin in the coaching. They're, they're a teacher at heart. They like to uh, help people, lead people. What would you say to that individual that, hey, uh, coach, I, I want to get in the coaching profession. What should I be doing? Where should I start? Well, I, I, I truly believe that, uh, be there, just be there. Um, and when you're there, there's so many things that can come from that. The, the, the relate, you can build relationships each and every day. That part obviously is, is, is the most important, but the kids see how invested you are and see how important they are in your life. Um, and there's no, there's no substitution for you being there. There's not, I really, I truly believe that. Um, and, um, you know, so if I were to talk to them, I would say, you're going to have to put a lot of time in, you know, it's not easy. It really isn't easy. Um, but if you love it, then, you know, it is easy. Uh, yeah. That you're going to have to sacrifice some things, but you know, if your family knows that you're sacrificing it for the right reasons and you're doing the things that you you're doing, for to help a lot of other people as long as you're not neglecting anything of course in your family then then uh but they have to they have to know that they have to understand what what your purpose is and i really i really believe that it's it's time consuming and i know i know it's 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 tough but if you can't put the time in then it's not for you i really believe that and and uh you know i i wouldn't sugarcoat it i wouldn't uh, to the two coach that wants to get in there, because I think if they do, number one, if they not, if they're not going to put the time, they're not going to enjoy it, um, and the kids are going to see right through it, and that's the yeah. that's the worst thing that can happen. Yeah, exactly. They they will uh, they'll see that they'll know if you care or not, and once they see that you care and you're paying attention to the details, and like you said, you're showing up, putting the time in, and taking care of those what. I call it secret sauce. There is no secret sauce. You know, this is how you have to, you have to condition, you have to uh, stretch, you have to do repetition with plays. There's the mentality that goes into offense, defense, special teams. There's a lot into it. It's like a human chess match. And uh, there really is a lot to it. But coach, I want to thank you again for your time, sharing all this great knowledge with us. Again, congratulations to you, the whole main and well community on uh, doing things the right way seven and zero looks pretty good uh <laughs> yeah how long how long did you let them celebrate this couple days out an hour two hours bus ride home well, well yeah well we we do I, our kind of what we try to do is we give them a week um you know we always have our our banquets the the week after the state championship we plan it that way just because you know that's our goal and if we're there that's great if we're not well, then we're still not going to have our banquet until the, the week after. It's just, just, it's just the way it is, and um, and then we start lifting on the Monday after. So nice. they'll be lifting on, they'll be getting in the weight room on Monday. Nice tradition, and then carry it on. That, and that yeah. that is another example of a life's lesson. Just because you reach the pinnacle this year doesn't mean it's going to happen next year. You've got to start at ground zero, and you got to work and put the time in. Yeah, yeah. So you're setting these uh, student athletes up for life. It's not just from an athletic standpoint. Again, thank you very much, Coach. Appreciate it. Uh, Coach, I really appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you doing this. I think this is an awesome podcast, and I and I tune in every week. Do you? Good. Glad, yes, I do. Glad you yeah, do. I do. All right. Take care.
If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. And remember, tell your friends. Coach Smith says, visit Cover4.com and be the next fan up. In football and life, it's not where we line up, it's where we wind up. Thank you for listening to the Cover 4 Podcast.